what an uh, what a, an amazing quarterback to build an organization around like yeah. we have in Justin Herbert. Oh, dude. He's magic, dude. They call he's the magic herb, you know. Magic yeah. herb. He's magic, magic herb. herb. That's right. I mean, weed is legal in uh, California. Is hey, it's, it's legal in most of the states now, baby. That's all. That's all. I'm that's right. That's right. <laughs> magic yeah. herb. Oh, somebody needs to make a T-shirt about that. Yep. You yeah, know, magic, the magic herb. herb. Right. <laughs> there you go. Cop- copyright that 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 phrase. Copyright. Right Bros. Magic herb. We talk about that. that. Bros. Magic herb. That's right. <laughs> Welcome everybody. We're the Bolt Bros. We are actual brothers, and we're all Charger fans. And uh, we just want to engage with the community. We talk about the Bolts every single week um, as brothers, but we want to engage with the Charger community and have some fun in the process and and uh, talk all things Chargers. Bolt Bros. Bolt Bros. Bolt Bros. Let's get into it. First stat we want to talk about is the offense. You know, season recap is really what we want to do on our inaugural Bolt Bros episode. So, James, why don't you run down some statistics for us uh, and how we did on the offense. We'll move to defense. We'll move to special teams. And then we'll talk about the upcoming news and events for the Chargers on a weekly basis. Yep, let's do that. I mean, yeah. you know, and this this offense was – Oh, absolutely. I thought we're recording, James. We're recording now, dude. Oh, yeah. my bad. Oh, I thought – I'm sorry. Yeah, I was James, I had to jump we're recording right, right now, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. This is good. Let's do it. We're doing it. Do it again. Do it again. (laughs) No, no, no. We're good. Just keep going. Just keep going. All right. All right. We're going. Uh, But yeah, cut you slipping. That's all we got. Yeah, I know you did. Yeah, yeah. I was was slipping. You know. Um, You know. Honestly, we all know what this offense was this year. It was explosive and fun to watch. You know, there's a lot of little nitty gritty things that I think that we could kind of be picky about. I mean, albeit we could talk a little bit about Joe Lombardi and kind of his influence on the offense and kind of what he provided for the offense. And we could jump into that pretty heavily on, on who he is as a coach and how we felt about his play calling. And even in critical times, I think that's where, where offensive coordinators make their money is critical time calling, uh, play calling. Um, but let's just kind of go through the rankings, more or less, of where okay. we're at. Yeah, um, okay. So team rankings – here we were yards per game we were fourth in the league so 390.2 yards pretty phenomenal to kind of think about that that's fourth in the league for us um rush yards per game when we we kind of know how our rush game works it goes through austin eckler we struggle to figure out that second back and for whatever reason we can't find that second guy jj might have been the guy you know, oh, no, the, our, our second back was Justin Herbert for like most of the year. Yeah. Very true. Very yeah. true. RB2, baby. Oh, that's it. Yep. Q, QB1, yeah. RB2. Yeah. <laughs> and to it. be honest, I think that was not utilized as much, in my opinion. Um, yep. There was only a couple games. I mean, you guys were at the Steelers game. I mean, yep. yeah. you can't expect your quarterback to run 90 plus yards every single game or anything like that. But how different that creates yeah, right. that entire offense to have that mobile quarterback. I don't know, yeah, Dave, you I had think, something to talk on that. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually really think bottom line, though, when I think about the offense, you know, Brandon Staley always talks about a complete team. I think we have a complete offense. And our, mm-hmm. and our offensive line was extremely better performing this year. I mean, you cannot talk enough about Rashawn Slater getting Filer. I think yeah. the right side of the line definitely needs some help in the offseason. Yeah. But yeah. we have a complete yeah. offense. 
Um, and I guess, I guess going into the uh, offseason, I think we need to really focus more on defense and special teams, uh, especially with the news from this week as well, too. Right. But but if if but if you think about it across the board, we got a stud quarterback and we got, you know, all the right pieces on the offensive side of this thing. It needs to come together a little bit more on the defense. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, even to say that, too, I mean. Let's go just and talk about the pass game on this, too. We're 282 yards per game, second in the league. So yep. second in league in pass, 21st in rush. If we could balance out that rush just a little bit more, get that yep. second defined back for us, I think it'll open everything up. And to go right to your point, Andy, the right side of the line was our issue. I mean, yeah. even if we go back to that last game versus the Raiders and seeing Storm yep. Norton just getting destroyed by Max Crosby. I yeah, mean, Crosby was crushing him. Yep. Yeah. It was all, crazy. All, all day long. All day long. I, all, I think, all day long. Do you have the stat he, of how, how many hurried passes we had because of that at all? Or? Oh, I think it was like uh, six I don't or know. seven at least. Yeah. yeah and it, 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 think about that last drive, too. Yeah. You know, where he we converted six fourth downs. That was all Justin Herbert. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And 100%. don't get me wrong. The line did okay on the left side. The right side struggled the entire time. Crosby had a game, and he played great even against the Bengals just uh, yesterday, yeah. right? Yeah. So, you know, it's – it's. I think there's a few gaps on our offensive line for sure. What an, uh, what a, an amazing quarterback to build an organization around like yeah. we have in Justin Herbert. Oh, dude. dude. He's magic, dude. They call He's the magic herb, you know? Magic yeah. herb. He's magic, the magic herb. herb. That's right. <laughs> I mean, weed is legal in uh, California. Is hey, it's, it's legal in most of the states now, baby. That's all. That's all. I'm that's right. That's right. <laughs> magic yeah. herb. Oh, somebody needs to make a T-shirt about that. Yep. You yeah, know, magic, the magic herb. Right. There you go. Copyrighting that 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 phrase. Copyright. Right right. Bull Bros. Magic herb. We talk about that. Bull Bros. Magic herb. That's right. <laughs> Well, you know, and the thing is, though, our offense was phenomenal to watch, you know, and there was a lot of times, and I was actually talking a little bit this morning about just the amount of drop passes that we've had that are catchable passes. Yep, yep. How many times in every game this season where we've seen a couple passes where are like, man, right on the numbers, totally catchable passes, critical catches like the Justin Cook catch during the, the Chiefs basically on the goal line where he dropped that pass that could have been a walk-in touchdown you know there's a lot of focus that needs to be placed on that this offseason and I think we were it was like 33 drop catches for us to put us at number one in the league in drop passes. Number one in the league wow and and the one that really the one that really kind of broke my heart uh because one of our better players got hurt too was Parham um when he caught that pass hit the ground and he was out the rest of the season. You yeah. know, I really felt like that was a big blow to our offense in general. He was such a great yeah. weapon. Yeah. I mean, I would argue he was – I mean, he definitely was better statistically than Cook for, for most of the season. Um, but but at the end of the day, that was huge. And, and I, I kind of felt like it sort of deflated the offense as a whole to see oh, yeah. our, you know – Yeah, for uh, that – yeah, for definitely for that game, huge. you know, like that was a huge uh, morale, like, uh, detriment. Like, you yep. know, for, like for that, at least like two drives after that, like you know, people morale was like really low on that one. So and but I, yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. know. But I would say, though, too, is like I feel like Parham was great and like he had some really clutch catches. But I think Jared Cook actually still had better 
um, like key plays uh, overpower him still. Yeah. Yeah. But sure. I, yeah. Yeah. But we kind of had a tight end by committee situation. Yeah, so, sure. I mean, we had Anderson also in there. We had obviously yeah. Parham in there. We had Jared Cook in there. You know, McKinney. even later in the season, McKitty got involved too. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I think that was kind of the strategy going into this year when we got rid of uh, Hunter Henry. Yeah. Um, yep. I think it became a committee situation at that point. And, um, you know, I, I think that Parham is a, is a, is a I mean, obviously, he's a gargantuan individual. Um, yeah, fantastic. <laughs> to, to, say basically. The, to say the least. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, he's massive. And at the tight end position like that, you got a 5'10", 6-foot cornerback trying to cover this dude that's huge. I mean, that's a, that's a matchup nightmare in the end zone. I yeah, mean, for sure. even the year before, he was even getting a lot of red zone targets just for a sheer size. Yeah. And so... He, I think, will be, and hopefully, and I really hope that he recovers from the concussion because that was a scary situation to see. Oh, it was. Absolutely. But it'll be phenomenal to see him kind of go into this new year, and I hope that he's going to be healthy and ready to go for the new year, and I think he'll be a great target for us going into next season. And to be honest, he could be our one, um, even just mixing it with McKitty. So he might be yeah. that McKitty and, yeah. and Parham uh, tight end position. Well, yeah, well, see, that's the thing, too, because I don't, I don't think we're going to keep Jared Cook for next year because nope. uh, we only signed him for one year contract. So, like, I think one of – like, Parham, like, it, when he's come – gets healthy, he's going to be our number one tight end, I believe. Yep. Um, yep. Yep. And McKitty yep. could be the no, no, number two easily. And McKitty really is more of like a, a blocking tight end as well, too, yeah. right? Right, um, right. That's really why he was drafted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, and I think um, – yeah, I mean, it really interesting. It's, it's interesting to see how the offense came together this year. I think that was definitely our bright spot, and that's what kept us in games. And yeah. to me, and, and everyone criticizes Brandon Staley about um, going forward on fourth down. It was very clear he realized his best card he could play was keeping Justin Herbert on the field. So yeah. his view yeah. was like, no, we just need to keep going. We know we got gaps on the defense, and we know our special teams ain't great either. So – What's going to give us the best options to win and just keep Justin Herbert on the field? Yeah. Things I agree. You know, your best uh, defense is sometimes your offense. And yep, sure. our best player is Justin Herbert. And, uh, yeah. you know, I mean, criti- criticize him. And we, you and I, we all oh, have yes. basically said that was a terrible decision to go for it on fourth down. Yep. You know, that's, you know, and, and he'll, he'll basically knock it down with so many different statistics and everything like that. Yeah. I'm kind of a fan of that. I mean, yeah, I'm not playing Madden football or anything or anything <laughs> like that because this is real NFL football, but that's what everybody does on Madden. And he was essentially yeah. playing that, but with some stats to back it up and making those yeah. decisions. And I, don't so, know. I mean, they, yeah, they got way more stats than we do, like about all that, like, you know, what they're. Uh, third, fourth down percentage are like in completion analytics. Like that analytics like yep. it, are so much more in depth than what we actually have access to. So yeah, like I mean, for sure, I I feel like you know like they have more confidence in making those decisions for fourth down for sure. Uh, I I just I still just wish that he would be a little bit more conservative with just once or twice. You know. <laughs> yes, agreed. agreed. Yeah. yeah, agreed. And and you know we, we could break those down on every single level of when he did it. And I mean, even to say the Raiders game, I mean, Andy and I, we talked a lot of, actually I say Andy and Kyle, we talked a lot about that one uh, going it on fourth down when we were on our own 20 or whatnot. Like that's, yeah. 
kind of an odd choice and an odd timing. And I mean, I guess my thing, why you would make a choice to, to go for it on a fourth down situation is I view momentum uh, as yeah. a big key indicator. And I don't feel like we had that much momentum. Maybe once again, if they did convert that, that might've changed momentum and made the offense kind of start working. Now play calling once again, going back to Joe Lombardi, I think the previous play to that was a third down, basically run up the gut, didn't get anywhere. What did they do for the fourth down? Run up the gut Same again, play. didn't get anywhere. Same yep. result. So and an X Charger file on blew that play up both times, if you if you recall. You know, it was it was amazing. It was amazing. You know, yeah. the one thing I will say is this too, um, that it, I know what he said. Brandon Staley said, I wanted to spark the offense. My okay. argument has always been, is that really the right time to spark your offense on your own 20-yard line? And then you run the same place twice in a row? Yep. I, that is the ballsiest decision I, I ever in the NFL I've ever seen. Yep. And, I, and I would just argue that's the wrong, wrong time to do it. Yeah. Yep. That was my, my ultimate criticism on it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 100% understand that. And it, it makes a lot of sense, too. And, and that's the thing. Going back to when we were talking about say our rb2 is justin herbert <laughs> i feel like if you want to make a decision like that don't just run it up the gut i feel like it gives me a little bit of uh shades of being back with anthony lynn because yeah. he would love to running up the gut all the yep. time i swear every yep. first yep. down up the gut up power. the gut up the yeah. gut power yeah power and halfback <laughs> dive power yep yep we, we we don't have that guy i mean yeah. and i'm yeah. not saying austin eckler's not like a power back, he's more of a scat back, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. A versatile sure. type of guy. Yeah. He's not a Marshawn Lynch. He's not no. a Henry, a Derrick Henry no, kind definitely. of guy. Like, yeah. He's not those guys. Yeah. And so doing that is a very odd choice of just saying, hey, Eckler, go ahead and run right in the middle of this stacked box defense right now and give me a couple yards so we could get this fourth down converted. Just yeah. odd play calling. You know, yeah, yeah, it is. I would roll out Herbert and make him try to either one, Run the ball, mm -hmm. get you a couple of yards. I mean, once again, Justin Herbert's right. a massive dude, yeah. got speed. Right. He could make that happen. Fake the handoff, roll out. Yeah. Yep. If you want to throw out a couple of receivers just as an option, go mm -hmm. ahead. Yeah. But RPO. RPO. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I, it's, yeah. A, it's a very, very odd play calling for that. Yeah. Yeah. Either Agreed. which way, we could dissect that all day. Yeah. Um, and, it, it is what it is. Well, but. actually, why, why don't we do this? Why, why, why don't we uh, give us a ranking of what we thought for the Chargers, like our own personal rankings? I will say the Chargers are an A minus. I think they were good offensively, but and we but we struggled at times. There was a few picks that we had, and some of the play calling was a little bad. So I give it an A minus. What would you give it there, Kyle and, and James? Well, so I would say uh, going back into the uh, the Justin Herbert and rushing and uh, stuff like that. Um, I feel like, yeah, like there should have been more plays designed where like, you know, like they would have just kind of felt it out and been like, okay, cool. Like, I mean, they're going to anticipating Eckler to run it. So like, let's just, you know, fake him out and then have, uh, what's his name? Uh, Herbert run it. So that way, like it's, it's a, a lot more optional of all plays, you know, like I don't really see Herbert playing too much of like kind of shifting the, the plays at all. Like, it seems like, like he, he pretty much just sticks to what they, they called. Yeah. So I think that that needs to be a little bit more um, something. But then overall, I would actually put ourselves um, a solid B for the year. 
um, and on offense. Um, on the offense. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like, we, we did really well. Um, and I think, actually, one of the stats was that this year we did, like, 29.7 points per game on average or something like that, which is, like, in the top five, I think, for the year. Uh, but then uh, going – well, when we go into the defense, we'll find that the, our defense gave up 29 points. So it's, like, exactly right. barely winning each time. So, uh, realistically, I just feel like we, we, we hit a solid B. It was uh, – Better than satisfactory, but and better than most, but just not quite good enough. Yep. You know, and I, I was going to just break down a couple stats on, on the offense. I mean, we were 45% on third downs. Uh, the opposition was about 49% on us. Mm. Um, I mean, that's not a major difference, but that 4% makes a difference. Um, yeah. yeah, that's huge. Criticizing that's the fourth down calls was one thing, too, here, and you know, we we had 34 attempts on fourth downs this year in comparison to the opposition against us was about 22 times. And I'd probably say a lot of those were probably against the Chiefs or, or whatnot, yeah. or basically us just putting pressure on them to yeah. make a choice at a critical time or to play our game. Yeah. And I think that um, – and, and actually, our percentage for completion on fourth downs was 64%. Wow. And the opposition was only 31%. Wow. That's, that's interesting. Pretty phenomenal to look at that. That's because a huge stat, actually. That's a massive, massive stat to look at. So, and I don't know what it is. And, I, and I, I'm kind of really just basing on teams that are playing against us and what their stats are against us and what our stats against them. Mm-hmm. And that's a pretty good indicator that we're trying to build and and to basically play our game once again going back our best defense is our offense in this situation yeah we have a very very strong offense our line is very good we got good receivers tight end is a very quarterback i can quarterback or excuse me tight end by committee uh our running back austin eckler 20 total touchdowns this year phenomenal game i mean he, he won me a fantasy league basically i mean He's a phenomenal back. Exactly. (laughs) Take that. Take that, dude. ASAP squad, dude. What up? (laughs) Um, But, you know. Well, give us a ranking. Give us a ranking, James. Oh, for your ranking, personally, I'm going to say B. I'll say B because my my thing is the play calling at the critical times. I feel like there was a lot of iffiness on that. And I think you need to utilize a little bit more players at the right time and understand each player's strengths for that call, Mm. uh, that play call. So I really am going to say B, you know, and and just to give you in in the update recently, Joe Lombardi did interview for a head coaching with the Texans. Yep. Yep. Now we could even talk about that of, is that going to be a harmful thing for us or is that going to be a helpful thing for us? I mean, I think I was kind of thinking about this in the morning that the Rams do have a lot of people kind of in and out of that system, offensively, defensively. Yeah. It still seems like it's the same result every single year. Right. If Brandon Staley has created a system on an offense and in defense, it's not going to matter who comes in. It's just about those times and making those critical calls. Yeah. And so, yeah, right. I think that I'll give it a B, and uh, if Joe Lombardi moves on, I think that couldn't be a bad situation now. It's just making Herbert learn a, a third season in the third 
season for him and three times in a row, even to say going back to Oregon, there was even a lot of system changes for him too. True. But yeah. hey, I think he made Anthony Lynn look better that, as a as a coach last year. Yeah. In the, in the, the grand scheme of things, I think he made Joe Lombardi look better as a coach. I mean, what five thousand four hundred or excuse me, five thousand fourteen yards passing for Justin Herbert, over forty plus yards total, or excuse me, touchdowns total. I mean, he's phenomenal as a player. He will make offensive coordinators look better than they are. And yeah, so, yeah. but I'm sticking to a B for the offense. Guys, thanks for coming out. Thanks for watching the video all the way till the end. Bolt Bros. Bolt, Bolt Bros. Bolt Bros. Woo! Bolt, Bolt Bros. See you, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,